Hey, you guys, we are so excited because today we're going to be interviewing someone we met in our podcasting group. She totally aligns with the work that Roberta and I are doing, and I happened to be perusing her podcast and found her most recent series on freedom and was like, uh, yes, please. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so it was just the month of July, which is the month of freedom for the 4th of July, right? And um, these are not the typical kinds of freedom that you think about when you think of the 4th of July. So um, we're going to talk about three of her five uh, freedom series that she has on her podcast, and then make sure that you go listen over on her podcast, the Rock Your World Naturally show. Um, and it starts with episode 128. And then you can just kind of go from there. And I am really enjoying them. Um, they have a lot of information on them in them. And it's just, you're not going to want to miss it. So go listen. Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're going to find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey, Teacher Mama. Do you want to come hang out with a group of Teacher Mamas just like you? Inside the free Time and Stress Management Tips for Teacher Mamas group, you'll get to learn different time management and stress-relieving strategies that make teaching, momming, and wifing easier and fun again. And we're ready to share it with you. So go join the link now. Join the group now at um, bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. The link will also be down below in the show notes, but if you want to remember, it's bit.ly, L-Y, forward slash time and stress management, and it'll take you right to the free community. Also, you can become an insider and get weekly emails from us, and you can sign up for that newsletter at subscribepage.io forward slash the teacher mama's newsletter, or again, it's down in the show notes. On to our show. All right, Rakesia, we are so excited to be here with you. Um, I was super excited just like reading your bio and looking over it and looking at all the cool stuff that you have done. So can you just give us a little bit more info on you? Uh, what like the Air Force veteran, the award-winning <laughs> author, like that's super cool. So tell us about this path that you've gone on and how you ended up where you are now with what you're doing. 
Yes, well, it is such a privilege to be with the both of you on the show today. I'm excited and thank you so much for, for hosting me. Yes. So, uh, my journey, I'm actually a second generation Air Force veteran. I followed in the footsteps of my father. Uh, when he served on active duty as a little kid, he used to take me to work with him. And he was a what we call a parachute survival and egress guy. So he would pack all of the survival equipment, the parachutes that he let me pack the parachutes with him. I'd have this big hammer that was probably bigger than I was, but <laughs> he used to let me pack the parachutes with him. And um, I love the lifestyle as a, as a military kid, um, meeting so many wonderful people, cultures. And so uh, with my father's career, we moved like every two to three years, right? And, you know, when you get in your high school years, that's not like what you want to do. So <laughs> my father actually became a recruiter to have a four-year assignment so we wouldn't have to move. Mm -hmm. uh, graduated from high school. So he was a recruiter while I was actually in high school. And I always respected my father. He never tried to recruit me. <laughs> <laughs> He never did. And I always respected him for that. And so um, his final assignment was in Loring Air Force Base, Maine. And uh, so it was a very cold, frigid, not much employment up there. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to join the Air Force. I think this is my, <laughs> my time to, to do something different. And so while my father was ending his career, I started my career. Okay. Um, did many different jobs, worked with a lot of flying squadrons. I never flew, but I've been in several of our aircraft to support um, in that way. And so when I was in the Air Force, I was an instructor where I taught uh, professional military education to our mid-managed leadership. And some of the things that we would teach is um, fitness, health, wellness, stress management. And I absolutely loved it. And so when I retired, I wanted to continue doing that in a different capacity. So went back to school, uh, got my certification as a health coach. Um, and while I was on active duty, um, you know, I experienced a lot of things as a veteran that really impacted my mental health, my physical health. Um, one of my crews that I was uh, very close to, my commanders, they were actually killed in one of the most horrific B-52 aircraft accidents in Air Force history to date. And it was a very tragic incident. I witnessed it, um, ended up getting PTSD as a result, never really talking about it. And so internalizing all of that affected my mental health, physical health until I just hit a wall. Mm -hmm. And so um, getting to the point to where I was in school, I was functioning, but still not well. But what I learned through school as a health coach, I used some of those things to really recover and remedy my health holistically, mm -hmm. um, without being on a lot of medications, but really taking an integrative approach to health. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to share that same journey with others. And so my story, I wrote it in a book, mm -hmm. um, seven specific keys that I use to recover my health physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And now I use those same keys to help 
individuals on their path to to better health. And so that's it in a nutshell, so to speak. <laughs> awesome. And what's your book called? Is that what it is? Is it the seven? What did you say? Yeah. So the name the name of the book is Rock Your World Naturally, Seven okay. Divine Keys to Unlock Extraordinary Health. Okay. And so the, the title Rock Your World Naturally comes from because what I experienced has really rocked my world, but in a natural way, holistic health. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where your podcast comes from too, then. It is. It's a spinoff of everything. The Rock Your World Naturally show, the book Rock Your World Naturally, um, the the practice that I have is named Rock Your World Naturally. So it's based around that title because it's just uh, a profound Mm-hmm. impact that it had on my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, that's, I think that's so beautiful that you were able to take that tragedy and, and now reach so many lives with what mm-hmm. you've learned. And I think we find that with a lot of people, right? If we can turn, I, and I think I, I've seen it more when I talk to, to people who are, take that more integrative holistic approach it seems that makes a huge difference I don't know if you've maybe found that mm-hmm. as yourself that it was because of the holistic approach that you were able to mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah because you know when I was going through you know my journey of recovering my health I was on a ton of medications mm-hmm. and it just made me feel worse because a lot of times and again I've been treated by some wonderful doctors but a lot of times in the healthcare system many doctors don't have that system to all talk to one another, right? Mm -hmm. So if one doctor's prescribing me a medication, then the following week, another doctor's prescribing a medication. And the cycle just continues to where no one really has that ability to communicate effectively. So before you know it, you're on a ton of different medications, they're interacting with one another. And so I didn't want to continue feeling that way and knew that there was a better way to health. And so I started again, looking more into holistic approaches um, to really manage my health in a very natural way. And so, yes, I would definitely agree that there are many people that are looking for alternatives that are not um, going to impact their health uh, in a negative way, whether that's feeling worse from the medications or some people just are sensitive to pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. where they just have all kind of reactions to pharmaceuticals. So they're looking for more holistic approaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can definitely speak to that myself. Like I, a lot of medications, one of the side effects that inevitably without fail, it makes me so dizzy. So then it makes things so much worse. So I, I know I'm currently on a path moving forward more holistically. So I'm very intrigued and I'm thankful for you sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was a time where I didn't really want to, to share my story. I think because right. mostly it was just very painful um, mentally, but over the years, I've just been able to 
express myself in a better way. And that's just been very healing. And I find like when we share our story, that's a part of our healing process Mm -hmm. that can help other people to heal from our story, then that is part of their story. And so it definitely is a very healing process to talk about and to share what we've been through because we cannot heal what we conceal, right? If we Mm -hmm. keep things hidden, if we don't talk about it, we'll never be able to grow, mature and heal emotionally and physically because what impacts our mental health will also impact our physical health Mm -hmm. because there definitely is a body-mind connection. And Mm -hmm. so it's addressing the total health of a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we thought today it would be fun to talk about um, the freedom framework that you came up with for the month of July. So um, we just kind of want to see where the conversation goes, maybe have you recap um, the five things that we need to have freedom from, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Sure, that sounds real good. And I was really thinking about, you know, what to really focus on for the month of July. And, you know, with our independence holiday, what better topic to discuss than freedom? Mm -hmm. Um, Because there are many people that may have um, bondages or hindrances in their life that's not really helping them to experience freedom. And so just kind of covering the five, and then we can kind of dive a little bit into them, that we know that in the Western culture, USA, that we have a major crisis regarding food. And one of the major areas is we need to have freedom from food addiction. So that's number one. The second is that freedom from excuses. What excuses are holding you back from entering into better health? Mm -hmm. The next one is freedom from procrastination. What what is holding us back from putting things off that we can do today? Mm -hmm. The other one is freedom from fear and then freedom from the current food system that we have here in our in our Western culture. And mm-hmm. so uh, food addiction is something that really, um, we talk about a lot of addictions, you know, when it comes to people, whether that's drug addiction, alcohol addiction, substance addiction, but what about food addiction? Mm-hmm. Because food is so common, it's something that we do every day, right? We have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between. And um, food addiction is really causing many individuals to end their life early because they're literally eating themselves into an early grave. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what are some of the things that cause or create food addiction? Um, Many times, even as a health coach, before we can get into the component of you want to get healthy, you want to get well, but why are you emotionally eating? Mm -hmm. What is creating that food addiction? So we've got to go deeper into those areas that sometimes may be uncomfortable to talk about Mm -hmm. that are causing you to try to find comfort in food to cover up what is really happening in your life. So it's really taking a deep dive into 
the root cause of what is creating the food addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes too, even with the food today, the food system, there's a lot of fiber that is taken out of our food supply today. And that's right. done intentionally because when the fiber is removed, then you don't feel satiated or satisfied. So that in, a, in itself creates a cycle of sugar cravings. Mm-hmm. People are going to sh- crave sugar. So you're going to be eating bread. You're going to be eating snacks. And that's going to cause you to move into insulin resistance because you're constantly snacking. Your blood sugar levels are not regulated. And so you have an addiction to sweet things, to pastries, to donuts, to cakes, to all those things that are looking to satisfy the food addiction that you're actually facing. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a really big issue that we're, we're facing in America because in the U.S., we're almost at a 65% obesity rate. Mm-hmm. And that's with adults and children. Right. Yeah. And so clearly we have a, we have a major issue that's going on with food addiction. Yeah. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree. And mm-hmm. I think it's, um, when people probably think of food addiction, I think of like that 600 pound person on, um, whatever that show was, what was that show that they had forever? Was it My Big Fat Life or something? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Right. So we yeah. think of like maybe somebody who's like already overweight and maybe eating, themselves into that early death, like you said. Mm -hmm. And really it starts with like us right now. Like I even noticed in myself, like I was listening to that episode of yours and I was like, "Mm, I definitely have some issues right now because I'm coming off of, um, having some food, um, issues after COVID. Like I, I wasn't Mm. able to eat a lot of things for a long time and now things are kind of starting to taste good again. And so I've been eating much more than I should be eating. And I'm like, yep, need to get this back under control. So, Mm. you know, it could be really anything that, I mean, like caffeine, sugar, maybe you're addicted to like salty things. What else do you see other people addicted to? Oh, you know, a lot of times when, when that food addiction comes in, it's, it's really like the pastries, anything that's that's got that sugar mm-hmm. in it, whether that's artificial sugar or yeah. just an excessive amount of sugar, because that's what creates the sugar cravings. And a lot of times when individuals have those cravings, their body, it's really based on two things. Your body's dehydrated. So you're not mm-hmm. drinking enough water yep. or two, you're not getting enough healthy protein into your diet. So if you're not getting quality protein, whether that comes from humanely raised meats, whether that comes from legumes or just um, beans, and you're not getting that, then your body's going to always pull, giving you a signal that you need more. So it's not really the pastries. It's not really the sugar. Your body's saying, I'm thirsty. Give me water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your body's saying, I need more protein. Give mm-hmm. me the quality protein that I need. So a lot of it um, really is um, the sugar. And also, you know, with the fast food too, because yeah. even though, um, you know, the bread, the the French fries, just the, the that, that taste that people mm-hmm. crave mm-hmm. for fast 
foods uh, with those trans fats, that's another big thing that people are addicted to as well as fast food as well. Yeah. Awesome. And you said the next one is uh, freedom from excuses, right? Yes. Freedom from excuses. So this is one that I hear a lot about as a health coach that, you know, I'm fine. I don't need to I'll, I'll start taking care of my health a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to wait till it gets to the point to where it's a tragedy. Because one of the calls that a health coach doesn't really want to hear or like to hear is that, you know, I've got some kind of chronic illness now. And you don't want to get to that point to where it's not, it's not that it's not recoverable. It will definitely take more work to get you back into a healthier state because it's all about prevention, right? We wanna prevent you from getting to that stage of chronic illness, chronic disease. We wanna prevent that. So making excuses that, you know, and, and we've all been there where we make excuses of things we don't do or don't wanna do, but we've gotta really ask our, ourselves the question, how much do you value your health? Because your health is not just for you, but every single person that you are connected to mm-hmm. is associated with your health. Because if you become ill, if you're a mom with kids, if you're a father with children or in your family, in your community, it just doesn't touch you, but it touches everyone that you are connected to. So we've got to go deeper into putting away the excuses and making a diligent effort to say no more, even if it's just making an effort, a small step towards better health, it's better than not taking any steps at all. Right. Yeah. So whether that's implementing one simple change, if you don't drink water, implement drinking one bottle of water somewhere throughout your day so that you can move forward and away from the pattern of making excuses. Right. Mm-hmm. So small, right? Just start super small. Yeah. Um, micro steps. Like a half step at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some, a leader that I used to work for, he said, you know, what is the best way to eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it looks like a monumental task that's before you. And sometimes when it comes to our health, especially if a person has a lot of weight to lose, it can look like a monumental task. Mm -hmm. But if you just take that small step, one simple change can result in a, in a huge difference in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I feel Mm -hmm. like that, that then is a really natural segue into procrastination. Cause I think the excuses probably ties in really closely and overlaps with procrastination. And, oh yes, yeah. they are <laughs> intricately tied together. Yes, <laughs> because you just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Mm-hmm. So is it a fear-based decision? You know, afraid of, you know, letting go of what's old to cling to the excuses and not moving forward. So it's, again, taking a deeper look into why we're putting these things off. Because if we're continuing to put things off, what we're doing is not working, right? Mm -hmm. So it's doing something different 
than we've done before to get a different result. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot lately and how I I feel like procrastination may also be tied in part to um, our culture of thinking that we need to be so incredibly busy (laughs) that we don't have the time to slow down and even realize or have that self-awareness that these things are happening mm-hmm. and that we're, we're having these excuses or even that we're even procrastinating in the first place. Cause it feels like we're just so busy and always moving. And mm-hmm. some of us don't even have, you know, the time to even think about some of these mm-hmm. things because we just keep ourselves so busy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's so good. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because we have to be intentional about slowing down mm-hmm. because um, there are places you know I've visited as well as as lived overseas and the culture there is not busy like we are here in the Western world. I mean wow. everything is 24/7 and and you you ladies are young but I remember as a kid right every single night at 10 o'clock, the American flag would come on the television screen and that would signal the end of the day. They would actually lower the flag. They play the anthem. We knew, okay, the day was over. Nothing is on. TV is off. Everybody's in bed. We're asleep. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the day. So then in the 80s, when the introduction of cable TV came on the scene, yeah. everybody's up at night watching TV. Then there's a shift in work schedules to where it's 24-7 work hours now. Things that were not open on Sundays are now open now. So it's this 24-7 cycle that has evolved over the last 20, 30 years. And now it's at this nonstop Mm -hmm. to where people literally don't know how to rest anymore. And that's one of the areas that I really work with a lot for for women because just not knowing how to rest and of course we have different responsibilities as moms wives different if you're working but being intentional about setting aside time is so critical to your health because when we're sleeping that's when our body rest recovers and repairs Absolutely. And I recently did an interview. She's another health coach, but her expertise is sleep. Mm -hmm. And one of the alarming things that she shared is that 66% of women are diagnosed with Alzheimer's as of 2023. The number one reason rests in not getting enough sleep. Yeah. So rest is tied to our brain health, our memory, how we function, how we move. It is critical that we get the rest and that we are intentional about setting aside that time to rest. So we can't, we can't put that off. We can't put off, you know, sleeping. We can't put off resting. We can't scroll in the middle of the night. on our digital devices, like we can no longer put that off because it is at an alarming rate that women's health are being impacted. 
Yeah. And I've been, sleep has been a, something I've been deep diving into in my personal life, just learning as much as I can about sleep. And it started off as wanting to know with my babies, like how much sleep do they need? And like, I want to make sure their brains are getting the development they need. So it's been this long journey. I've been so fascinated with sleep. And Mm -hmm. recently, one of the things I've been learning more about is not only, you know, is, is it helpful for our mind and body energy, but it's also like, um, can help with those food cravings because when we're resting and sleeping, it's helping with our blood sugar levels and, and, and Mm -hmm. insulin and all those things. And it's helping those processes naturally. So one of the things I've been starting is resting throughout the day to help with, with blood pressure, to help with blood sugar, to help with these different things, because just taking that little bit of a rest throughout the day, not just at night, but like throughout the day, um, is so helpful for our entire body. And I think that really hit home with me was like resting also helps our blood sugar. And we have like this epidemic of diabetes. So I'm going to take that five minutes every two hours or something. And if that can help, like that's what I'm going to do and teach my kids the same so that we're not in such a rush in the next generation, hopefully. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Rakesia. Well, we want our listeners to come over to your podcast to listen to the last two here, which is freedom from fear and freedom from our current food system, which I am very excited to go listen to that one because I I 100% agree with you. Our food system in America is yuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so for sure, everybody go over to Rakesia's podcast and that is the tell it for them again. And then also tell them where else they can come and find you. Yes, sure. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere where you listen to podcasts at the Rock Your World Naturally Show. Um, you can also find me on my website, rakesiamcmillan.com. That's R-E-K-I-S-H-I-A mcmillan.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was so awesome having you here. Oh, it was a pleasure being hosted by you ladies. Thank you so much for a fantastic show. Yes, thank you. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye.